Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Yes, happy Friday to you. A long weekend for a lot of the country. Sorry, Western Australia and Queensland. Uh, but I'm that not means sorry plenty. For Queensland. When I've had their, they've had their birthday. All my mates in Queensland giving me all hearty ha ha's when I didn't get the day off a few weeks back. Well, it I is weird it. that Queensland doesn't have the Queen's birthday the same as the rest of the country. That is a very good point. I mean, it's the land of the Queen. Isn't that where you'd hold the party? I yes. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that Victoria. Is rarely victorious. What about Queen Victoria? Huh? We yeah, forget about her? I was just sort of trying to say that, like, oh. you know, Queensland's a better state. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's bad that Tasmania, you know, is not very fun. There's not a lot of mania around. <laughs> nah, just Actually, jokes, Tassie. Tasmania's the best. <laughs> I wish I, I love Tasmania so much. Shout exactly. out to you. And shout out to Kynan in Devonport, our Tassie correspondent. Anyway, we East are moving on. It been, it's a long weekend. Matt O'Kynan, you're having a little trip away? Oh, mate, I'm hitting the road with uh, with my partner Belinda and uh, our little human, Sophia. Right. Got to tell you, car's packed and whoo, mammy. <laughs> Oh, there is barely an inch to move in that thing. You have no idea the absolute garbage you got to take with you when you've got a little person. My daughter Sophia, like, you went around Europe with a backpack. I saw it. Yeah, it was 30 litres. Yeah, 30 litres. Could you fit? Was there, was there a portable pram in there? A little portable <laughs> high chair? Hey, the travel cot? 16 no. different onesies in case she gets... Spaghetti sauce on one before bed. No, but Were I the do wet like wipes in there. <laughs> was the nappy bag in there? <laughs> Were the formula bottle cases in there? Was the sterilizer in there, mate? Hey, hey no, the but slippers, I do like your use. Shoes. I do like your use of the term "old mammy," which is very close to "mamma mia," and we're actually going to be talking about that in a couple of breaks' time because, uh, yes, "mamma mia." Oh, the various weighted sleeping bags. All right, we're going to move on. You from know that. the grow bags. We also the thermometer to make sure that the bedroom is the is an okay temperature. The, the sleep monitor. Australia is going into a recession. Uh, which is news. Uh, not news that we actually don't know what that means necessarily in terms of finance. I think it's bad, but we're going to actually find out because a lot We've of people... have already throwing... lost one of the seats because of the, the baby car seat basically wipes out the whole passenger side seat up the front. And so happy gone. World Environment Day to you today officially is World Environment Day. So we're going to be having a little bit of a chat about that up next We got puffs, bananas. Do you know how many bananas we got to pack just in case something happens? Hope you're well. I'm Alex, that's Matt. This is All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Yes, Matt O'Kine, Friday the 5th of June, World Environment Day. Happy World Environment Day too. Did you get the environment a present? Uh, was it clean oxygen and a good conscience, knowing that I'm leaving... The world to my daughter. In well, not really, because the environment technically gives us oxygen, so it's we're sort of re-gifting it back to them. So that's quite rude <laughs> to give the environment <laughs> oxygen in return. Uh, but I tell you what, the environment's what we, gone. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've already got this. But I guess technically we're give me giving, an Xbox or something. You know, <laughs> we're giving them carbon dioxide. Like trees soak in carbon dioxide, yes. and push out oxygen. And we're giving it a whole heap of carbon dioxide. So maybe that's our present to, mm. to the trees. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, hope you're having a good World Environment Day, whatever you are up to. Um, oh, should I play? <laughs> I forgot to play our opener for World Environment Day. I thought Day. that's what you're going to do. Yeah, do it now. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to World Environment Day! Um, that's right. Uh, <laughs> so it's a big day, but not. A, I should. I, I should I just, just say the trees. Seeing my university degree, I just keep seeing it in my mind. <laughs> Three years, Queensland University of Technology. It was a Bachelor of Fine Arts, but I still see it. Yeah, creative arts like that happen, mate. Not much better, but that is good. I mean, the environment. I think it's increasingly becoming known to be extremely important. You know, we've stopped dumping yeah. things directly into rivers. I mean, we put up a little bit of netting. So, so that's handy to keep a fair bit of stuff out. We're treating water before putting it back in the ocean. And uh, they're talking about carbon capture, which some people think... What's that? Be, well, it's stuff you can put on coal plants, I guess, which I guess filters filters out a little bit of the, uh, the carbon that you're producing. Tell you what, I hope ideally. it's a bit easier to understand than uh, than the e-capture when I'm trying to buy tickets on a website to make sure I'm not a robot. Anyway. What's this spaghetti that's on this in this picture? How am I supposed to know what numbers they are? Uh, so, so Sometimes we have- the traffic lights are halfway, are on two of the pictures. Which of these pictures have cars? I don't know. Is that a bike? Is it a motorcycle? You count buses. Um, so... <laughs> so <laughs> So, look, we, we haven't done a whole heap of research into exactly what A, carbon capture is, um, or B, what is what is happening in our world for World Environment Day, because obviously we're going to celebrate like we do every day, Matt O'Kine, and plant a tree or a flower. A um, tree that's an idea, and we want this idea to grow within you. Exactly. But, you know, the Australian government has been criticised for not necessarily putting the environment first. Uh, you know, every government usually goes economy for the first thing. So when it comes, and World Economy Day, as we know, an absolute bonanza for the for the world. I mean, that franking credit bingo was. I remember just still having a great time from that day. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. But as far as World Environment Day goes, there usually hasn't been too much on the calendar. But lo and behold, we've actually got a little bit of info as to what is going to be happening today, later today, for World Environment. Day. What are we kicking off with, Matt? At 9am, we're going to gather to worship on a 46,000-year-old sacred Indigenous site. And then at 9.05, Rio Tinto are going to blast it. 10am uh, sees the water table tennis tournament start up, uh, where large multinational gas companies will frack back and forth until someone hits a fault line. At 11am, there's going to be denialist classes with Professor Andrew Bolt. 12 sees the official Queensland Environmental Tourism Campaign kick off. It's entitled Life's a Bleach, where our White King, Scott Morrison, will pour some White King directly onto the Barrier Reef to make sure our coral is nice and clean. Gotta get that old bleach for the bleach on the bleach. 
at 1pm. I think that's where we're up to, yep. Yep. Um, (laughs) You can repaint your 5G protest signs to 6G protest signs just to get prepared for the next few years. Uh, at two, given we ranked last out of 57 at the 2020 Climate Change Performance Index, we're going to be presented uh, the presentation ceremony for our wooden spoon. Uh, Al Gore is going to be presenting it by hitting Josh Frydenberg on his bare bottom. Um, at 4pm, we're going to remind everyone that you get your toilet paper from Who Gives a Crap for the 30,000th time. Collect your Smugness of the Year award. And at 5pm, finishing off the day, we're just going to pour crude oil directly onto penguins. So, (laughs) hope you have a good day, whatever you're up to, for World Environment Day. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, Matt O'Kine, I hope you've sold your shares in your sourdough bread company and schnitzel crumb making company because Australia, we're in a recession or we're about to be. It's inevitable. Yeah, it's been all over the news. Australia's heading for a recession. The first one in um, 29 years, I think, is what I've seen. And to be honest, I don't really even understand it that much, which is why... We have uh, someone on the line right now joining us. Uh, she is the the mind behind an amazing initiative called Women with Sense. This is Natasha Jensen. Hello. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. No, thank you very much for chatting to us. You're a certified money coach. You have written a book, The Wonder Woman's Guide to Money. You know what is going on when it comes to the dollars and cents. So please, for two laymen, what is a recession and why is everyone very worried about it? So a recession, put in simple terms, just means that most Australians aren't spending enough money. And why are people worried about it? It's because it's one of those things that can be really tricky to get out of. So if you think about it, if businesses are making less money, they're not going to need as much staff, so they're going to be letting people go. Um, People who are keeping their jobs may find it, you know, next to impossible to get a pay rise, all those sorts of things. And at those times, you know, most people are reluctant to go and spend big. Mm. And the key to getting out of a recession is to get people to spend big. So that's why, you know, people start to get a bit worried as to what it means and how we will pull out of it. Bit of financial quicksand. Well, Mm. I mean, I keep seeing that this is the first time it's happened since, is it it 1991? That's right. Yeah, and so, I mean, I was six years old then. Um, I didn't notice anything different in Australia, <laughs> to be completely honest. I was still getting Ninja Turtles stuff and going to primary school. I mean, how can we look at when it last happened in Australia and see how it's actually going to affect us now? Well, that's right. Well, interesting. You were six, I was 10. I wasn't even living in Australia. So <laughs> from that point of view, but, you know, as far as how it's going to impact us now, it'll be... You know, really interesting to see, especially because we do have, in amongst other things, you know, the pandemic, which has, I'd say, sped things up as far as us getting into a recession, and it will have a huge implication as to how we manage to get out of it as well. How is it going to be framed? Like, can you see the politicians cutting the government some slack? It's like, oh, we had a pandemic, you guys are fine. Or can you see, can see it being not only a recession, but a bit of a political slanging match? 
Oh, I think the economy is always the opportunity for that. And it's such a hard thing to manage because it all comes down to consumer expectations. So I think really what the government wishes would happen is for the media to stop reporting the facts <laughs> because that's sort of leading us down the path of um, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whereas mm. what we want is for everyone to be optimistic and spend big, which, you know, you got to, as they say, when it comes to finances, just as with everything else, you've got to put on your oxygen mask first before helping others. So while it would be great to tell everyone to spend big, you know, you've got to look after your own affairs first and foremost before you can do that. Well, well they are um, delivering us some, some packages. One announced just yesterday being the, uh, the renovation package. And I'm not sure it's, it is still pretty new. They're still figuring out the details. But from uh, the looks of things, homeowners who are going to renovate their house could get $25,000 provided they earn as a couple less than $200,000 or 125 as a single, provided the house is beneath $700,000 in value. But they also have to spend $150,000 of their own money to get $25,000 on top. Uh, the question being is then, how long is a piece of string, uh, Natasha, would you say? Well, and this is the thing, you know, it's now encouraging people at the worst possible time to be getting into a heck of a lot more debt. You know, and it's people who would arguably be in the least position to do so. You know, you're talking, you're not talking about the highest income earners in the country. You're talking about middle income families that are usually the ones that be, are being squeezed from all angles mm. from that point of view. Yeah, because okay. like, no one's got really 150 G to drop on their less than $700,000 house lying yeah, around. Yeah, they don't earn more than $200,000 between them, etc. It just seems So they're like going to have to go and get a loan from the bank. So is the, you know, how is that going to help our economy with more people in debt? Well, this is the thing. And the risk here really is if you look at spending 150000 that's that sort of area where it's a significant reno at the point of which you're at a risk of overcapitalizing, which means that you are spending more than the value that you're increasing your home by. And so what that means at the point where you're getting a loan is that you run the risk of being slugged with what's called lender's mortgage insurance, which can be essentially an expensive premium to cover for the fact that you're high risk because you don't have enough equity. So it's then putting people again in an even more precarious position because now they have more debt and they haven't necessarily increased their property value by the amount that they've spent. Okay. So you say it's hard to get out of this recession sort of mentality or the actual cycle. I mean, how do you see us getting out of it? Because I had a big plan of of spending big. I was going to buy some land on the moon <laughs> as a really good investment, you know, for the future. Natasha, for... Matt found a website that offered plots of land on the moon. Um, and I'm not I sure just... the exact square meter each, but uh... but you know, I'm at least I'm keeping the real estate cycle <laughs> turning. You know what I mean? Like I'm putting my money out there. How did we get out of this? the government is going to have to do things to support us. Um, it's also going to rely on us opening up our borders again, you know, and looking at international trade and all those knock-on effects as well. So there's, it's going to require a few moving parts and I think it will take us some time to get back on our feet. Yeah, absolutely. With the Australian dollar going up, nowhere to go and spend our uh, newly minted expensive money in places. So, um, Look, it's going to be a long process to get out, but thank you for explaining the recession to us. It's not that, uh, you know, big sledgehammer hitting us at once, but more the, the, subtle, the subtle drowning of financial woes, <laughs> which sounds 
probably worse. But anyway, we appreciate it so much, Natasha. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll catch you again. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Now, if you joined us yesterday, you might have heard me chatting about the difficulties I had with my 14-month-old daughter about feeding her some Thai fried rice. Yeah, she wasn't so happy with your food. And, and this sort of conversation came from it. Thai fried rice, great, great leftover meal. You know, a little bit of leftover rice in the fridge, a few mm. veggies, chop it all up, chuck it in a pan, a tablespoon and a half of Fish sauce, tablespoon oh. of oyster sauce, squeeze oh. of lime at the end. Oh, mama mia. Anyways. That's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Not Thai. I don't but. know what the Thai equivalent of mama mia is. We didn't know what the Thai equivalent of mama mia is until we got a call. Tanya is in touch with Hi. us from Perth. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Uh, very Great, good, thank, thank you. Thank you, Tanya. Now, look, before we start. I'm very sorry about uh, you missing the party tomorrow. Wait, what's the party tomorrow? Oh, oh wait, sorry, the party on, on Monday. That's not going to clear it up. Tanya, he's talking about the Queen's birthday. You're in Perth. You don't <gasps> oh, get a public holiday on you, Monday. Oh, God. <laughs> were, were you not invited? Oh, no, sorry. I don't know when ours was, but yeah. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I didn't. It, you know what? Check Facebook. I always miss events on Facebook. So, yeah, <laughs> just do that. I'm so sorry, Tanya. Anyway. <laughs> What else is uh, happening? That was a little bit awkward. Uh, I hate when you mention a party and someone you talk to isn't invited. Anyway, um, we're going to move on because, Tanya, uh, it is a good question. You know, it's, Italy has a very famous expression of surprise, Mamma Mia, which Matt applied to a, a different culture's food. And we thought, why not investigate? You let us know what it is. What, what do you say instead of Mamma Mia? What would you say in, in Thai? So I guess it's like, equivalent to oh my god or sometimes what the hell mm -hmm. you can say oh ho so it's like oh but yeah similar to oh and then ho but then it's like oh ho yeah oh ho so if you go yeah so if something happens you go oh ho you're saying oh my god in thai yeah so it can be good or bad so it can be like like oh ho like if your daughter did a really good painting you'll be like oh ho that's amazing or did something bad but like oh ho i can't believe you did that so yeah is this the only phrase you know in Thai or are you fluent? No, I'm fluent, yeah. Okay, so if you were to, uh, like, um, exclaim that this, you know, Matt and Alex podcast is great, what would you sort of say? Oh, hold on, let me think. I don't know what podcast is in Thai. Yeah, that's a probably I think podcast. it might be the same word. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, go, Matt and Alex podcast, D Mark, which just means very good. Oh. Okay. Oh, ho. <laughs> Did I just do that right? Oh, my. Yeah, you Thank can do you. that at the start, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. If I was at Matt's house, he served me up his fried rice, his delicious, authentic Thai fried rice. I could say it in two different ways. I could say, oh, my God, this is delicious, or I could say, oh, my God, this is disgusting, which is how his daughter reacted to it. <laughs> um, as far as inflection goes, do we use the traditional Western inflection? Like, I just ignorantly off the top of my head, I'd go... Oh, ho, this is good. Or would you go, oh, ho, this is terrible? I guess you can go both. Because, yeah, it depends on your tone. I think it's, yeah, interchangeable. 
Oh, oh, okay. Well, thank you very much <laughs> for that one, Tanya. We really appreciate it. Sorry you don't get the day no off on Monday, but oh, uh, you know what? It's not even going to be that good anyway. You, I reckon. Like, I'm only. I'm just going. I'm literally just going to pop my head in, <laughs> and then I've got. I've got to go. You know, I just got to say hi to everyone. So yeah. So you're not missing out but on look, much. WA is allowed 100 people as of Thursday now, so I think our parties will be a lot better. <laughs> Absolutely bringing the fire, Tanya from Perth. Oh, Matt kind I hope you got a bit of egg in that Thai fried rice because it is on your face, my friend. Cheers, Tanya. We'll catch Thanks, you later. Thanks, Tanya. No worries. Have a good one. See ya. And I'd love to keep this role going uh, to get some more nationalities and uh, dialects, exclamations of surprise. I reckon this podcast, we should be able to say, oh, my God, or wow, or something in, in so many different languages because we've got Mamma Mia. We've got or whore. What is next? We'll leave it up to you. Get in touch with us at matt.and.alex on Instagram. It's all day breakfast. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, you and I were lucky enough to be present when uh, a gentleman hailing from Shepparton laid down one of the great Like A Version tracks. Uh, the Children Came Back. It sounds a little bit like this. I'm Fitzroy with the stars. I'm wanging in 93. I'm Mundane. I'm Catholic. Man, that far is on. I'm Madam Goods and Madam should be applauded when he stands up. An all-star lineup uh, headed by the man who's joining us right now. It's a big hello to Adam Briggs. Good afternoon. Thank How you very you? much for joining us, Adam. Alex uh, and Matt, back in the house. You're tell on. you what, it's been a while, my friends. Uh, so much so that you've taken that song and uh, sort of morphed it and shaped it into a uh, a new book. Our yeah, home, our heartbeat. Book. Yeah. How about That's that? Part of my skill set. That is it. How'd that happen? I mean, what were you? Did you set out to write a book? No, I just had the idea. I was like. What have I already written that I could turn into a book? <laughs> <laughs> What's on the shelf? Yeah, what have I already got in my back pocket that mm. I can turn into a book? And um, I had this track and I was like, well, like, you know, often kids' books are like rhyme, you know, based kind of things like Dr. Zeus and whatnot. And I thought, there we go. Let's go. Like, and then, yeah, like, you know, it was already you know, half written. I just had to adjust a few things and and there it was. It, it really was like molding it to the format um, of a book. Yeah, it's called Our Home, Our Heartbeat. I've already seen it. I've been going past a few bookshops, uh, Briggsy, and it's out in the front. It's beautiful illustrated cover and uh, insides by uh, Kate Moon and Rachel Sarah. You didn't think about illustrating it yourself as well? How, how are you on the uh, on the old grey lead pencils? No, nah, I'm horrible. That's <laughs> the one thing I can't do. I can do everything except draw. See, Briggs is good as Briggs is good at everything like me. See, I've been trying to tell Alex I'm good at everything. <laughs> but he just you? I can't comprehend it. Yes. Oh, come on, dog. Don't be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> oh man. You're all right. He's okay at a lot of things. Yeah. I'm hey, I'm good. I didn't say I was great. I said I'm good at everything. Do you have um, I when I doodle, I usually do little cubes and do shading on the cubes. You might have do you have anything like that, Briggs? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. For sure. And I'm good on Photoshop. You know what I mean? Like I can definitely I can definitely meme it up in the group <laughs> chat. 
<laughs> what app do you use for that? Because I, uh, whenever I really want something to be able to do it on the fly, but I'm always looking at some rando website, and it's it's always oh, a nightmare. Bro, there's a couple of good ones for the phone, man. There's one called um, Bazaar, and that's like you got some good layer skills in there, man, to really uh, to really bring out the worst in people. It's sick. <laughs> Um, really I use Meme Generator, Meme Generator Pro every now yeah, and then Yeah, that's because you're well. basic, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're like good at memes, you know what I mean? Like you might be good, but like I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, you that, mentioned a lot have of... You, you can ma- you do a coffee table book, uh, Briggs, of oh, like bro, collating I your so memes? I've many memes. I've got that one Matt O'Kine picture I always drop. Know the one. Yeah, of me, me crying in my trailer of the trailer of the other guy, <laughs> and he just whips it out. Uh, it'll be, he'll have he's like lurking in the depths of the darkness of the internet, and I'll just write something, and suddenly he's like crying, Matt, underneath it. That's, That's really so good, Briggs, because I've been looking for something to replace my uh, my crying Michael Jordan, uh, which is getting <laughs> oh, a bit bro, stale. The crying Matt is so funny. All right, you, well, hit me up. I'll get me a copy of that. We'll use that in my new... Uh, Whatever. My new um, this should be possible. like... The crying Matt should be like the, the mascot for your new show. <laughs> Oh, you, you you mentioned a lot of uh, amazing people in this book and, and in the song. You know, you talk about Patty Mills, you talk about Kathy Freeman, you talk about uh, you reference Adam Goods. I saw you uh, you teamed up with Adam Goods again recently. What's been happening? Yeah, Mickey O and Goodsy and I just um, did like a, a COVID messaging for the AFL, like for Indigenous communities, just to make sure that um, all the mobs back home and around the country in remote areas who you know do tune into the footy and keep up to you know, what players are up to are getting the message um, about COVID and, um, you know, coronavirus and whatever, just to make sure, because sometimes, you know, the message can get lost um, in translation from um, mainstream media. So it was just something we wanted to do and the AFL reached out and it would come together really quickly and, and you know, it was good fun as well, which was, you know, it's always good to work with with um, with Mickey and, and Adam and, like, it's always good fun, man. They're, they're killer. Yeah, nice work. And so now that the book's out, have, is this something you reckon you'll start doing more often or are you going to – Yeah, man, because I keep do it in my boxer shorts, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> until I got to – like that's that's the new level of achievement in my life. It's like it used to be like, you know, pack out shows and, you know, do it big and like, you know, rap to thousands of people. But now I'm like, what can I achieve? In my boxer shorts at home. <laughs> that's the, that's the that's the next level. You can pick it up. You'll you be able to see uh, Briggs's our home, our heartbeats. Uh, wherever you get books, I'm just looking through the the images that have in here of uh, some incredible Indigenous Australians who have gone on and inspired so many people as well. And I just got to tell you, I really love just I still to this day, ever since you came in for that like aversion, I still yell out, "Yeah, I'm Patty Mills!" Uh, at, at random <laughs> intervals through life. You know, particularly when I go for a shot of the basketball, but um, just reliving that 17 points he scored in the 2014 <laughs> finals against the Heat. Oh man! Every time you throw up the the matter kind sad face, man, just think of that. <laughs> I will. I'm, I'm the Patty Mills of memeing. Uh, thank you very much, my <laughs> friends. I uh, really appreciate you having a chat to us, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on All Day Breakfast. Thanks, lads. We'll be back. Let's get it. See you, bro. Party on. All Day Breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm.
Matt O'Kine coming towards the end of another week of all-day breakfast. My tummy runneth over with some delicious content that we've been pumping out on this podcast all week. But as is the case, we love getting you getting in touch with us. We can't always fit everything in in a whole week of radio. This on-demand service means that we do have to uh, package it up and deliver it to you at the end. And so when it comes to Friday, we do have a couple of leftovers. Well, that's it. We don't want to be victim of the uh, of the office fridge clean out that always happens on the Friday, where it's, everything goes in the bin if it's not used up. So we might as well uh, just relay a couple of the messages that we've been getting in from you. We see them all the time, and people are catching up on mm. shows. So by all means, always get in touch with us whenever you can. So, so this is the Friday leftovers. What do we got first up, Maddie? Ella Galloway Grace uh, says, Today's ep had me laughing. I was so fussy as a young kid. Uh, my poor parents used birthday candles uh, when I was eating so that when I blew them out, they would shove food in my face. So there's a little <laughs> tip. Just like, hey, here are some candles. Blow them out. <laughs> get the spoon in there. So that's the only time that they had an open mouth and were able to get <laughs> food into window. it. I'll tell you what, that's like some sort of plot line on a Mission Impossible movie. (laughs) You know, everything's going. The air's exhaling, the lips are pursed, we've got one small gap. It's like Star Wars flying the cruiser up the channel. Slingshotting peas through (laughs) through the tiny little mouth hole. Absolutely, Um, good tip for fussy eaters. We've got uh, Amy Jane Go Lightly says... uh, yeah, is anyone going to mention Alex stumbling over the words BGs and saying BJs? Come on. Certainly, potentially an influence on the Scissor Sisters were the BJs in that song, Staying Alive. <laughs> All right, there's a slight, <laughs> slight mix up there. Um, I've all been influenced by the BJs, mate. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, some... <laughs> that was from our episode about Low Court of Australia, by the way. Two people arguing over who sung Staying Alive. Unfortunately, someone else has also pointed out, and I think this is old Marshy who helps edit the podcast. He's also chucked this little bit in there for us. Now, Matt come. <laughs> so, apologies. I've been called there. a lot, man, but not not that. I, was, I think I meant to say Meadow Crumb oh, and yeah. might have left out the R. But... Um, <laughs> Such is life when you've got the BGs in your head. Um, now let's let's have a look at this one as well. This is Hello Cassidy. Grace has got in touch. Um, this is about winking, right? Bringing back the wink. Yeah, is the wink extinct? Or I does say it, no. Does it stink? And should stay extinct? <laughs> Cassidy says, tried to wink at a guy at an outdoor coffee line after catching his eye. Bug flew into my eye at the same time. I caught the bug in my eye mid wink. <laughs> and subsequently screamed, startling everyone in close range. (laughs) Suffice to say, he did not give me his number. (laughs) Um, All right. Coughing that in the eye (laughs) mid-wink. What a shocker. Is that that girl giving me a... Oh, no, she's got a bug in her eye. (laughs) Yep. Oh, bug eye over there is uh, not keen. Um, And we're going to finish off with Georgina, who is in Melbourne. Hello, Georgina. Hi, guys. Thank you very much for talking to us and for getting involved in the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast Discord. It's a little server chat room where you're able to uh, get involved in all the talkback topics and it makes it all nice and organised and you've uh, you've done very well to put a story in there. So thank you very much. Are we the only one you have on Discord? Are you in other groups and chat rooms as well? No, I literally just signed up to tell you this story. Oh, oh that that's is what great. I like to hear. Well, if you want to be like Georgina, make sure you go via our Matt and Alex Instagram and you can uh, click through and you're able to get on it because... I tell you what, when I saw this story, I laughed a lot, but Matt has not heard the story. 
Um, so I'm very excited to uh, to get into that because it involves a little bit of rehashing the segment Classic Catches. Uh, Matt, you better re- re- just quickly remind us the classic catch that your, your partner I made. Was, well, we were tasked with the... Um, well, with the task of getting a urine sample from our 14-month-old daughter who cannot wee on cue, obviously, has no idea. So we literally crawled around her for two hours while she walked around with no pants on. We had little cups in our hands, me and my partner, and waited for this wee to come out. And right after two hours, the tiniest little drop popped out. My partner, Belle, dived across the carpet, caught it in a little cup. Good catch in the gully. And this, Georgina, has made you think of a story. Can you tell us exactly what happened? Yeah, so um, this was a few years ago now and I didn't actually get to witness it myself, unfortunately, but I was uh, living in a share house with my brother and his friend and they're both nurses. And one day my brother comes home from his shift and he had this patient at work and they needed to go to the toilet. So he's taking this patient to the toilet um, and he's in a hospital gown, so like starkers, open back, bare bums. Yeah, sure. The hospital gown, only going around the front, tied at the back, but yeah. it leaves leaves the derriere out, out in the flapping of the breeze there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, he's on his way to the toilet, but he doesn't quite make it in time and the poo starts coming out. <laughs> So instead of letting this poo fall to the ground like I would imagine most people would, my brother, he puts out his hand and he catches this poo. (laughs) In the meantime, like, he's still trying to get this guy to the toilet, like, rushing, so I'm not sure the consistency here, but um, (laughs) he ends up dropping the poo on the way to the toilet and just, like, standing in it as well. Oh, <laughs> imagine that just... everywhere. Instinct kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> and feeling... Touch you, the ground. <laughs> feeling you need to... T- does, your, does your brother play cricket at all? Oh, he would have in his day, yeah. That's I literally... It. I remember asking my brother, I was like, why is it your first instinct to catch a poo? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't want it to make a mess. <laughs> it's lucky he didn't play cr- doesn't play cricket actually. Otherwise, he would have caught the poo and then thrown it up in the air and cheered. <laughs> yeah. or take it off the stumps. <laughs> Appeared. How's that? Not very good, sir. Uh, thank you very much for that, Georgina. Really appreciate it. No worries. Uh, we will catch you later, and we will catch you on Tuesday with our next official daily show because. As you might have heard, the Queen's birthday weekend means that we are off on Monday. The good news is, though, Matt O'Kine, for Monday, we're going to be compiling a little catch-up program for people. I mean, we've had a month, which means, you know, over, what, 24 shows? What are we up to now? It's a, it's a fair bit. Yeah, we've been doing this for a little while now. Just getting warmed up, though. It's really great to uh, see all the feedback and all the love that you guys have been giving the show. So thank you for joining us. And, uh, yeah, a bit of a uh, the chef the, the chef specials <laughs> exactly on right. uh, Monday. Our favourite dishes served up to you. Yeah, at any time you like. So if you do have friends that have potentially missed the first month and you want them to dive in from an easy-to-get-to-know uh, situation, Monday's show is going to be great for that, the little look back at the first month of Matt and Alex's all-day breakfasts. So uh, we will catch you then and next Tuesday and then for the rest of the year, every day, Monday, Friday, 6am. You know where it is. And and to Western Australia and Queensland, guys, honestly, the party on Monday, it's not that that great. I'm not even thinking of turning up. It's, 
going to be pretty rubbish. <laughs> um, thanks again. Thanks, guys. See you later. See you later. Bye. Okay.